What's up, nerds? And welcome to your weekly dose of all that is pop culture and nerdum with your three favorite fat nerds. That's right, it's time for this week's edition of the Three Fat Nerds Podcast, better known as Three FN. And as always, we are coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. And uh, I'm going to apologize up front. The reason my voice sounds off is we've had a long, long weekend in Atlantic City. We'll talk about that in a minute. But before we get there, I'm your host, Rich. Joining me, as they always do, are my friends, my pals, my compadres. First up, he is the man that just this week saved not one, not two, not three, but ten. Ten young ladies from entering the wrong establishment in the city of Binghamton, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about Ron. What's <clears throat> happening? And of course... He's the man that doesn't need an introduction, yet he has the longest introduction in all of podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hashtag Big Natty Cool, hashtag Mad Dog Strong Style, hashtag Challenge Accepted, hashtag Diesel Malenko, because he's the man of a thousand and four hashtags. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the leader of the Minnows Gang and is your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. He's the man, the myth, and the legend rolled up into one j- jolly old ginger bearded feller. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Diesel. Coin drop beast mode. <laughs> Yeah, you did. <laughs> I killed that machine. You did kill that machine. But uh, speaking of which, before we go any further, I did say this past week of myself and uh, young Derek, along with uh, Crazy Curtis, went down to Atlantic City, New Jersey for some GCW wrestling for New Year's. And uh, between yelling, uh, talking loudly to be heard over things, doing John Wayne Murdoch voice, and the change in the cold, because the one thing that I have as a fat man, the only fat man ailment I have is I developed asthma. So now when I go from warm weather to cold weather, it affects me and my breathing and my coughing. And uh, the last day we were in Atlantic City on Sunday, it was 65 degrees. And when we drove home, it was 26 degrees. Yep. So I've been paying for that as well as some things. So if you hear some switzerling in my mouth, it's because I'm actually... Uh, using throat lozenges just to get through this to bring the show for you guys so uh i apologize ahead of time and also that's why i don't sound like myself but uh well i'll be back to 100 by next week but uh i am dreading the fact that i also have a live stream tonight for 607 tws and a lot of news to talk about so with that being said diesel how was atlantic city for us as a group so i can uh, just get it out of the way <laughs> it was a great time uh got there no problem we Ate a ton of food that was delicious. Uh, we watched two great nights of wrestling, and we still managed to fit in a full season of Cobra Kai on top of going to the arcade, the Lucky Snake Arcade at the Showboat, and pretty much just that's all I did was play coin drop games. I think you did too, right? Yeah, I didn't play anything but coin drop yeah. games. I did debate playing that one game with the, the crane as a joke to try to win a PS5. Yeah. But it goes 50 credits. I was like, no. Oh, if I'd only charged 10 credits, I would have done it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so we, we had a great time down there. The, um, the weather was great, like you said, but then we got back home and it was not as good. <laughs> no, it was cold and wintry. Yeah. Um, and we were unseasonally warm, except for that. Well, it was unse- it was warm the whole time, but the one day we had fog out the ass. Oh, my God. We had it here, too. You had it here, too? Yeah. We had it. In, oh, it was so bad in Atlantic City, you couldn't see the ocean from the boardwalk, which is kind of impressive. And you couldn't see the Ferris wheel on the steel pier until you got close to it. Yeah, we, and like when we get out of the showboat, you you can see the Ferris wheel. It's right there. Yeah, the fog was really it thick. Didn't get it was pretty thick. Like we didn't get that thick, but it was pretty thick up here. Like you driving, you weren't seeing. Like, yeah. Thankfully, we weren't driving, but yeah, we uh, <clears throat> you couldn't see nothing. It was yeah. insane. Yeah, but it was a great time. We got to watch some great wrestling at GCW. And uh, had a good time. It was, it was very enjoyable. Um, kind of need a day off from my three days off, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, I went back to work today, yeah. uh, coughing and not being able to talk proper. It's fun, and now I'm here, so I'm, I'm happy to do it. Ron, what did you get up to uh, while we were in our absence? Uh, well, I got my bathroom remodeled. Nice. So we got whoop, whoop. got the bathtub out of there, got new plumbing put in the ceiling in the kitchen because that's where it all runs through and I was having that issue, but that's all taken care of. Uh, everything's done. New toilet, new vanity, new stand and shower. Uh, just need to do the touch up stuff like uh, painting where we had to remove some stuff and you know, stuff like that. So it's just little minor stuff to finish up. Thanks to my dad and his little helper there that you know did it in three days. Nice, well, four technically, but I 
you know, Saturday was a half day because I pulled uh, New Year's Eve. I worked eight and a half hours overtime New Year's Eve night while everybody was out and about and partying. I was working, and then I had to be back to work at 6 a.m. on Saturday. So by the time I got done with all that and went home and crashed, it was like 2 o'clock. My dad showed up knocking on the door going, okay, I need to finish this bathroom, dude. <laughs> like, I gave, you, I gave you some hours of sleep. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's all that. And I got was able to cram in Cobra Kai as well. So Well, for that, uh, Three Fat Nerds would like to thank Miguel and Jose and Jesus, who helped out Ron's dad, get the, get the house done. No, just right. I, I, I'm just joking. It was jokes. It was jokes, people. Good Lord. Don't don't make it bomb. Come on. Come on. Come on. Anyways, uh, it was a good weekend, though. I can't wait to talk about it. For the wrestling stuff, it'll be on 607 TWS. Check it out, because uh, I'll be talking about that and trying to keep my voice through the whole live stream. So we'll see how well it works. Uh, we will not, I definitely will not be doing my normal, you know, what's up wrestling fans and holding on because I don't think I could do that to save my life right now without dying of a cough fit. But with that being said, though, uh, let's, we, got, we, we, got, we, got, we got a big show for you guys. Of course, the first show of the year means that we're going to wrap it up today with the nerdies. We're going to give out the awards for 2021 best movies, best actors, all sorts of great stuff is going to be. In the nerdies this week in the final segment of the show. Also, teaser movie, triple stuff, the box office, upcoming movies in the top three will also come up after the break. But before the break, we're going to have that nerd news. But before we get there, we got to do a little bit of those opening plugs. Of course, that means if you can hear if, if you can hear my voice, that means you know how to find us. Tell other people how to find us. It's Three Fat Nerds Podcast. Anywhere you get great podcasts by searching Three Fat Nerds. Of course, that is the number three for everything we're about to mention, not the word three. Of course, we're on social media, Facebook, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. Like and share the page. Of course, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Three Fat Nerds Pod. Hashtag 3FNPod whenever talking about the show helps spread the word of nerd. Of course, Ash, if you want all the information, 8122productions.com is the place to be. We got the uh, link up there for the uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash 8122productions for a ton of bonus content for only uh, as little as $1 a month. Go hit that up. Also, the T Public Store if you would like to buy some swag and support the show. And of course, there's the links for Horror Zone 607, 607TWS, all the podcast links on all the different podcast providers that you can ask for, for all of the shows. And of course, uh, friends of the show, uh, like our musicals, the people who provide us with music, including the people who provide us with the awesome theme song you hear every week of that shout at the robots. Check them out as well. ODPH and so much more over there at 8122productions.com. And of course, if you forget any of those links, they are in the liner notes for the podcast below. It's weird to not do it in the normal voice I do it in. <laughs> like, I'm trying to correct on the fly, guys. I, I promise you. It's, it's a weird for me as it probably is for you. But also twitch.com. Slash or twitch.tv, sorry, twitch.tv slash 607podcast for 607TWS every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Myself and Ken M. from the ODPH talking all things pro wrestling. And, of course, you can find that great show anywhere you get great podcasts by searching 607TWS. All right. Good stuff. You know, this is definitely harder oh, than yeah. it normally is for me. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I wish I put that on the board. I stole that from uh, Matthew over there at... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Bachamania. Jesus! Oh, I see. I can't even do it. All right. Enough of that. Let's jump right in to this week's edition of... The Nerd News. Well, the big big news, the news that kept Diesel up at night, was we... A day away... From the year 2022, we finally lost the icon that we've been trying to protect all through COVID, the icon that we've been trying to protect forever, mere weeks before she was going to turn 100 years young. At the age of 99, we lost Betty White Diesel. Yeah. I know you took this one superly hard. Yeah, this, this one was a bummer. We were driving down Atlantic City, I'm scrolling through Facebook and got the notification and it was like, oh, d- d- please let this be one of those fake ones. Like, where, you know, every now and then they'll pop up with one of those fake ones. But then did a little research, and nope. It was just weird, because, like, she's been in the news so much recently, and it was like... Doing one's interviews. Doing interviews, audience. joking about how, you know, Ryan Reynolds has a crush on her. <laughs> and uh, and Robert, Robert Redford is the real one that she wanted, or something. Yeah, yeah. and it was just... It, it's a bummer. Like, she... Like, in every role I've ever seen her in, even, like, on the Mary, Mary Tyler Moore show, where she was an absolute 
bitch. Like she was just such a likable actress and person. And this one, this one hurts. She was one damn good-looking dame when she oh, was young. Yeah, yeah, beautiful you. woman. Ah, uh, man, it did suck. I, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, uh, Betty White is a legend. Uh, you know, obviously, our generation was introduced to her from the Golden Girls. Yep. Uh, you know, younger kids were probably introduced to her because she was on so many things that guest yeah. on just because she's been a cultural icon. And God, man, I, I it's kind of sucks, man. You th- to think about it. One day left in 2021 and 2021 took the victim. Oh, so upsetting. The breakout star of Lake Placid. Oh, God. <laughs> she was great. <laughs> Such a great villain in that movie. Oh, uh, yeah. She was a wonderful, wonderful actress. And, you know. Just started doing the rewatch of Golden Girls. Like this one, this one hurts. Like I, I do love me some Golden Girls. I love me some Betty White. You know, I've been rocking the Golden Girls socks. Been watching Golden Girls. We're, we 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 we've been leading into this one a little too heavy. Yeah. So this one this one's really sad. Yeah, it is. Did Did you hear the conspiracy theory that she uh, was saved us? No, no, the fact that she probably died like on Christmas or earlier. They just wanted to wait because of the new like it's kind of a news no zone. Oh yeah, and they wanted no. to put a little. I don't believe that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's one of the conspiracy theories out so, there. They wanted to I, wait because D- they, Diesel's conspiracy theory is better because just like the Macho Man did years ago, she saved us. She had to die for our sins. Yes. Uh, but uh, she was not the only one icon to die because right before her, uh, kind of uh, shittily for myself especially, uh, legendary football coach and voice of football when I was younger, commentator John Madden also passed away. Uh, wow, I was shocked to hear yeah. that news. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, I've said over the years as he got older in his career, especially on commentating, it started to become, you know, a battle of if, if, if he wasn't as great. But he was still the voice. Him and Pat Summerall yep. were the voice of the NFL for me growing up. And before yeah. my time, being a Las Vegas now, but formerly Oakland Raiders fan, uh, John Madden was one of the coaches that took us to the promised land a few times. And one of the great coaches, of course, uh, famous for saying, "If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying." <laughs> and win if you must, lose if you, or win if you can, lose if you, you lose if you must, but always cheat. Yeah, uh, I gotta love John Madden. Uh, it was that was that was bummer news. And I, you know what I, you know how I found out he died? I was playing Madden twenty two, and on the screen, I, I was backing out to to shut it off for the night. As I'm backing out, this message flashes on the screen that was like. John Madden and his life, inspirational coach and commentator and, you know, innovator of football. And it goes on and on. And it was like, you will be, you will be truly missed. And it gave like the year of, and I'm like, what? So then, of course, I turn on the news and look on uh, social medias. And of course, he's, he's yeah. passed on. But that's how I found out because the game had already put something in there yep. uh, to flash on the screen. So everybody knew that. And then they, I don't know if they're still doing it, but the next few days, every time he turned it on, that was the first thing that came up after it loaded yep. was this nice message about Sean Madden, who the game is named after. So, yeah, man. And of course, that's probably where the young kids most know him for is Madden yeah. football, which has been around for. Since the 90s. I think 1990 was the first year of Madden football. Someone just said it and I forget. It was a long time ago. But it's, uh, it is a the staple. It is the football game. There is nobody else that holds a torch to Madden football. And uh, already news out, it is not changing the name. They are continuing to be Good. Madden football. Good. And the fans are petitioning that John Madden should be on the cover because they have to do a Legends edition every year. He should be the cover of the Legends edition next year. And I'm like, you damn yeah. right he should be the cover. Of the He should be the cover of all editions. Like, put him as the, you know, back in the commentator days, remember how the old ones would look with him, just him on the front? Yeah. And do that for the regular version and for the legendary version, do him as coach. Yeah. I think that would be great. And a good way to remember one of the greats of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Originated in 1989. Okay, I was close. Yeah, because in the '90s, a sports talk was the one that tried to outdo it. Yeah, remember that they tried yeah. it because they didn't have sports talk at the time. Yeah, so sports talk football tried to outdo John Madden and failed. Also, Joe Montana football for Sega came out at one point in juncture, yep. and that was that was decent. But you could easily win that game because all you had to do was hit cir- spam circle yep. to spin, and you could just score a touchdown every play. <laughs> Makes no, it, it, it's not great. With that being said, there was a trifecta of death and on a little lesser of a scale, although Diesel took it to heart because it's a guest from a very favorite podcast of his, of course, uh, Robert Bruce yep. uh, from Comic Book Men and also an icon in the New Jersey uh, historical pop pop history yep. uh, scene passed away this past week. And do you remember most from? Uh, Star of Tell Steve Dave. He was always on uh, 
the expert when they need an expert opinion on comic book men. So if you ever watched that show, you've probably seen Robert Bruce. Um, but if you ever listened to Tom Steve Dave, you've definitely heard his voice, and he was always a welcome addition onto that podcast, and was always like exceptionally funny. Where to the point where like this guy's just like a business owner down there, and you, like this guy's just naturally funny, like off the cuff, really funny, and it, it's a sad one. Um, definitely sad to see uh, someone I respected uh, in the podcasting and in the nerd pop culture world go on. In a very sad way, too, as well. Like, they found him in his uh, storage unit, which he was using as a um, uh, office and possibly living in. So yeah. It was like, it kind of really sad story. Um, but, yeah, Robert Bruce, you will be missed. Well, as all of them will be, and once again, uh, for Betty White, John Madden, Robert Bruce, uh, condolences to their friends, family, and fans, which we are included amongst for all three of them. Uh, we'll give you... A quick moment of silence for all three of them. Well, and now on with the show. It always sucks when we have deaths, especially big ones. But, you know, we're not going to shy away from, especially with people we admire, like all three of them. But uh, we didn't have a lot of news this week. But one big piece of news, because we reported on it before. Remember, we reported a few weeks ago, Vin Diesel had a public plea to Dwayne The Rock Johnson about returning to the Fast franchise. He needs to come back. My kids called you Uncle Dwayne. Yeah, remember that? Part of that line. You don't turn your back on family. Don't turn your back <laughs> on family. He didn't say that part, but you know what I mean? That like It was a big thing. Well, this week to CNN, Dwayne. The Rock Johnson responded, probably not the way that uh, Mr. <laughs> Diesel thought when he went to the public. <clears throat> and I quote from The Rock himself, I told, meaning Vin Diesel, directly that I would not be returning to the franchise. Johnson said to CNN during an expansive interview reflecting on his career in 2021, I was firm yet cordial with my words and said that I would always be supportive of the cast and always root for the franchise to be successful, but that there was no, there was no chance I would return. Vin's recent public post was an example of his manipulation. I didn't like that he brought up his children in the post, as well as Paul Walker's death. Leave them out of it. We had spoken months ago about this and came to a clear understanding. Damn, bro. How are you feeling about the rock? I mean, I, I side with the rock here. Yeah, I no, yeah. try to blindside him. I, I'm going to side with the rock. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, Vin Diesel taking the very public approach and putting it out there, then putting the onus back onto the rock to be like, well, now you're the bad guy if you come back. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. The word manipulative is 100% accurate on this one. Like, if you really wanted to, you know, reconcile your differences and get him to back in, like, yeah. don't do it publicly. Like, no. be sincere about it. This just comes off as. Very phony and very manipulative. So I definitely side with The Rock. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like, the whole thing, like, this is not how you do it. Yeah. You, you did this because this was your last-ditch attempt. Yeah. And you just hope, because it was public, that you The Rock would be like, all right, I'll come in and do this real quick and, you know, get my little payday and go. Well, newsflash, Vin. Rock don't need Fast 10. <laughs> Rock you, don't need, he don't you, need Fast Money, baby. He, you, you need Fast Money. <laughs> Rock, Rock is good. Rock is the number one actor in the world currently. He's making he's making all the monies. He's he's making more money than everybody. Hobbs Saw Part 2 is going to make more money than Fast 10 if he wants to fucking do that. <laughs> that movie's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was very in poor taste of Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it when he first said it. And I still, I still think it's important. And kudos to The Rock for calling him out. A lot of people would have played the Hollywood game where he would have tried to be cordial about it. But The Rock, man, he's from that wrestling world. He'll cut a fucking promo on your ass. And it was really kind of shitty that he used his kids and Paul Walker as a reason to bring you back. Come on, man. Yeah. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Uh, but kudos to The Rock. And we have only one final piece of news we're going to talk about. And we wanted to uh, do a little something a little more fun. Uh, this past weekend, I know that none of us watched because none of us are Harry Potter fans. No, uh, no offense to all anybody who is. Like what you like, as we always say. But this past uh, Saturday, HBO Max released Harry Potter 20th Anniversary Return to Hogwarts, where they did these nice video packages. They brought back the cast and crew, and and it was it was pretty one of those really good things. We've seen this uh, before. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air has done yeah. it. Friends is currently doing it. Uh, we have a whole lot of stuff going on, but. 
During the special feature, a brief reminiscence of Emma Watson while she's taking the filmmaker's edited and an image from her childhood. Only, it wasn't from Watson's childhood at all, but Emma Roberts. You can tell because Roberts had previously shared the image on social media. Uh, fans caught this incredibly soon. It is a, a commercial for, I don't I can't tell what, with a young girl with Minnie Mouse ears on. Yes. And it is clearly Emma Roberts, not Emma Watson. HBO Max dropping the ball, shall we say? Well, I don't know. It's it could have been a changeling spell. You know, <laughs> I, I think they should just double down and like do some like childhood photos of Emma Stone as well. <laughs> <laughs> She's a shapeshifter, Harry. Dude, right now, how many people are to blame for this? You have the person whose job it was to do the research. You have the person whose job it is to pull footage. You have the person whose job it is to edit it together. You have the person whose job that it is to check it and double check it. You then have the editor's job to check it and double check it. You then have the producer slash director's job when they screen it to check it and double check it. Yeah. Like, that should never happen. Ah, no harm, no foul. <laughs> a lot of people got a good chuckle out of it, but yeah. there is a lot of fans that were kind of outraged about it. And you know what? Yeah. I can't blame them on some end. And, and you know what, HBO Max, you guys got to do better because that is a rabid fan base. Yeah, yeah. It is. And like I said, I just happen to miss out on it. I, I find that my kid loves them. It just fell in that weird spot. And, you know, I'm more of a space sci-fi guy. Nothing against Harry Potter at all. It's just not. It just wasn't in my, my zone. But, man, I, I just thought that was kind of shitty. Is this, for HBO, is this worse or less worse than the final season? Of Game of Thrones. See, I didn't mind the last season of Game of Thrones. I thought it was a great ending to a shitty franchise. <laughs> oh, I, the heel. <laughs> it's such a bad franchise, I haven't even watched it. Uh, I, I tried. It, just because I play Magic doesn't mean I'm going to like Game of Thrones, which was everyone's fucking excuse. Like, oh, you're going to love it. And I watched a couple episodes like, nah, it's not for me. What do you mean? You play Magic. Oh, yeah. I, I get that all the time. Like, you play D&D, you play Magic, you play Final Fantasy. Like, you'll love this. And I'm just like, yeah, I pretty much know everything that happened. And I really, when I yeah. get to it, I'll get to it. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, like I, I, it's like The Witcher. I got to the last episode of The Witcher and then went to go watch the last episode of The Witcher, realizing I already watched it. And went, wait, what the hell happened in this season? Because this is how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is pretty shitty for uh, Emma Watson. But you know, I, I'm sure she's not too upset by it. No, absolutely not. Could be much worse. Could be like the time she showed up to "This Is the End." <laughs> oh, I just jacked our shit. <laughs> <laughs> the behind the scenes for that <laughs> little little shady. Well, with that being said, that's going to end this week's edition of the Nerd News. Of course, we're going to take a break here. When we come back from the break, we're going to return with Diesel's movie, Triple Stuff. And then right after, in place of the review this week, we are going to give out our 2021 Nerdy Awards. All that and more when we come back from this break. Hey, this is Ken Um. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, and you're listening to the Three Fat Nerds Podcast. You're falling apart, and you know it. You try and try to hide it, but you show it. I need you to know, I felt it too. And I'm still trying to figure it out, just like you. Just like you. Welcome back to Diesel's Movie Triple Stuff. A pretty exciting box office for this week. Coming in at number five, The Matrix Resurrections, with $3.8 million for a total gross domestically of $30.9 million. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's rough, ladies and gentlemen. It is real, 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 real. Rebounding a little bit better for its second week, American Underdog pulls in $4.1 million. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna end up being the highest Christian movie of all time. Not only is it gonna be Passion of the Christ. <laughs> well, I don't they don't consider Passion of the Christ uh, a, a religious movie, believe it or not. It's considered a big budget action movie. 
Shit, you not drama. I'm not joking. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, Christian movies have their own sub. You know, they're they're usually low budget. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not shitting on them because I, I I went to see Guys Not Dead, not, never the sequels, but I did go to see the original Guys Not Dead, right. which also was very high grossing. And War Room, War Room was actually pretty good. War Room, yeah. There's a song. There's a movie called War Room. It's about a. Uh, a woman whose life is kind of falling apart, and she finds this room, uh, this like closet in the house that was come to find out was uh, some other lady's prayer closet. But for some reason, she finds comfort in it, and then she kind of turns towards Jesus, and there's things start to go right. And then she meets the lady whose uh, prayer closet was, and then finds out it's, it's just kind of weird. Like oh, it's a drama. My wife no. wanted to watch it. it; it wasn't bad. It was actually really no, good. I, I, if you're into a Christian movie, you watch War Room. If not, then don't. <laughs> yeah, if not, no, I was just curious. Check out Left Behind, because Nicolas Cage is the fucking man. <laughs> uh, number three this week, The King's Man, with $4.5 million. Still need to go see it. Fun to watch. Uh, number two this week, Sing 2, with another $19.6 million. Damn. And then if you want to take a wild goose guess at what was number one this week, pulling in another $52.7 million, Spider-Man. Spider-Way, No Way Home? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or No Man Home? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's still making all the money in the world. Well, as it should. Uh, coming up this week on January 7th, we have the 355 and American Siege. And then next week we have Scream. 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 Which I'm super excited for, so I can't wait for it. Those are pretty much it until the end of the month. That's when we start getting some bigger movies coming out. Yeah. Awesome sauce. Can't wait. Cannot wait. For all of those. But Diesel, I do believe we uh, don't have to wait any further for a top three. Top three is your female lead uh, led franchises. So it could be movies or TV, whatever franchises that are, you know, designated for the strong woman, if you will. <laughs> all right. No franchises. Oh I, had to, I had to think about this because it was it, it was actually a hard one. But at the number three spot, and by the way, franchise means it has to just be more than one movie. Yeah. I do believe, right? Yeah. Is that what we're going by? Yeah. So if it's just a sequel, we're yeah. good, right? So number three, and this is for personal reasons. I have a friend, a very good friend of mine. Uh, I have not seen him in a, very, in a little while. So if he's listening, what up, Randy? Uh, not, not, not your Randy, <laughs> but as a friend of mine who is also a drag queen. And uh, for comforting, when he was broken up with, with his boyfriend at one point in Juncture, I went to see the Bridget Jones Diary with him. And then uh, totally different a, years, a few years later... I went to see Bridget Jones' Diary 2 with him uh, for the same reason. Uh, so that's what friends are for. So I'm going to pick Bridget Jones. Okay. They weren't great movies, but that Renee Zellweger. Oh, yeah. Before she got the work done. Oh, yeah. Way better. Looks, yeah, I don't, I don't know about now. So I'm going to go with that. Number two, one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time. Sci-fi horror movies, if you will, of all time. Alien. Yep. Uh, in the Aliens franchise. Sigourney Weaver, baby. She's definitely the uh, lead character. And last, but certainly not least, is my number one, and the new movie is coming out in January, of course. That would be Scream. Oh, uh, Nev Campbell. Scream. Nev Campbell. I, I thought you were going to say a different one. You thought I was going to say something else? Nope. Yeah. Nev Campbell leads that, as well as uh, Courtney Cox, formerly Arquette. And, uh, Stakes were made. <laughs> but Nev Campbell is, is led, and I cannot wait for the new movie to come out on the 14th of January. Or the day before my birthday, as you know, and I'll probably be seeing it on January 13th as long as there's a premiere night. Ron, what's your top three? I see. I'm going to put number three because I, I thought you were going to say Halloween. Ooh. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. I, that's where I thought you were going. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with the comedy, scary movies. Yeah, that's a female, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, sorry. It just has to be that night. And um, number one, I, I forget the name of it. Hold on. It's going to take me a minute. Oh crap! No, I'm just gonna go with Underworld because I actually enjoyed those. Okay. They weren't they weren't They're great, but I, I I I know they weren't great. The last one was kind of eh, but I actually enjoyed those. They were decent movies. Diesel, what's your top three? We're gonna go with an honorable mention for Legally Blonde for an accurate portrayal. <laughs> oh, I oh. Uh, number three though, I actually did have scary movie as well. I, I really enjoyed Anna Faris in those movies, <laughs> yeah. and they they were a fun watch. Uh, number two for me is going to be uh, Hunger Games. I went and saw most of those movies with my sisters and really enjoyed them before the last one. The last one got a little too, like, where it split yeah, up into, it was a little too political. Big fan of that yeah. J-Law? Yeah, I, I do love me some Jennifer Lawrence. I, the only reason why I didn't pick that was because I only watched the first one. First one was great. Yeah, I loved the first one, but I never watched the other one, so I was afraid it was just going to go downhill. You mean I get to watch kids killing kids? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Girl with the dragon's tattoo. That's the one I was thinking of before, okay. too, because I actually enjoyed those. 
Okay, what's number one? On the number one, we're going into the realm of TV. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh. I'll give you that one. That, even, even the comics, when they switched over to the comics, were good for a while. And then Angel went into the comics, which was hilarious. They were Although, like, I'm going to be that guy. I prefer the movie. <laughs> Listen, Paul Rubens. <laughs> Paul Rubens is amazing in that movie. Come on. <laughs> Dude, even, even fucking David Arquette in that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, Luke yeah. Perry? Sarah Michelle Geller over Christy Swanson. True story. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. But think about it, though. Like Luke Perry in that movie? Oh, yeah. Dude. But still, one of my favorite scenes is the where David Arquette's floating outside the house. It's like, come on, let me in, man. I don't know if that's a good idea. Come on, man. You're floating, man. So, no big deal. Let me in. I don't think it's a good idea, man. I think you need to go home and rest. <laughs> so good. Real good set, man. Uh, with that being said, that's going to bring us to the main event. And this week, we are not giving you a review. Instead... It is the 2021 Nerdy Awards celebration here on the Three Fat Nerds Podcast, talking all things pop culture, movies, TV shows. What gets our best? What gets our worst? What made us cry? What made us fall in love? You'll find out all of that and more right now because we are going to go through the nerdies. Now, mind you, these are all our opinions. We can have matching ones. Doesn't have to be different, but it is coming from our own opinions. If you would like to call, give share our opinions of yours, you can do so on the social medias. Three Fat Nerds Podcast, throw it at in front, or Three Fat Nerds Pod, sorry, throw it at in front of it if you have to. Here we go. You guys ready? Let's start off with the subcategories, which are the best in certain genres and not what is going to be the best movie. So, first up, we have best. Comedy. This is just in the last fiscal year of 2021. It had to have come out, by the way, to be in for a nerdy for 2021. It had to come out between January 1st, 2021 and December 31st of 2021. So there you go. Diesel, what was the best comedy of 2021? All right, this one, I got to be fully honest. Didn't go see many comedies here, but we're going with the streaming service Coming to America. Coming to America. Yep. Yes. That was very good. Very good. Ron. I, I had to go with Free Guy. I had to put it there. I knew, you knew it was going to happen. I had, had, to, had to put it there. Ready for this, though, Ron? I also went with Free Guy. Yeah, nice. I thought Free Guy was a, a super funny movie. Yeah. I enjoyed every minute of it. It was Ryan Reynolds at his finest. Yes. Next up, and I know Diesel is not a horror fan, so this is best thriller or horror. Ron, we're going to go with you first. What was your best thriller or horror of the year 2021? All right. I, I got two for this, and you can flip them and show you what you want. Fear Street, all three of them together. Okay. It has a full story. Yeah, full story. Um, it was great. Um, and then Last Night in Soho. Mm, great, great picks. Diesel? I'm also going with Last Night in Soho. Yeah, because that's the closest you're going to get to horror. Now, mind you, I would pick Last Night in Soho, but I wanted to switch it up a little bit and go with straight horror. My favorite horror movie of 2021, I did say it in Horror Zone 607, I still stand by it, Candyman. Yes. Oh, Candyman yes. 2021, super good movie. So I wanted to go with straight I, horror, especially because I knew that Derek would not be going with straight horror. <laughs> no, I, I was pondering that, but I like I enjoyed Fear Street. About but I, By the way, I love the pick of Fear Street. I also love the pick of Last Night in Soho. I just wanted to. Yeah. No, I, I knew that I was going to possibly be the only one going horror horror. All right. This is going to be a split here, and you can pick the same movie, by the way. It doesn't yeah. have to be different. But first up, we have best comic book movie of 2021. I'm going to start this off. You know, I had to go back and think of the comic book movies. Some, some great ones came out. There's a few stinkers. My number one, though, is going to be Spider-Man. No way home. Uh, I it was close between that and Shang Chi, which was my uh, my actual runner up. Uh, I thought Spider Man just edged it out though uh, as a comic book movie. So I'm going to go with Spider Man. No way home. Diesel. I actually went the other way. I went with Shang Chi. Um, That's fair. It's a good, great movie. Yeah. I, I, ju I had just edging out, not by much. I think this one just benefited from the low expectations, so I was very pleasantly surprised. Whereas Spider Man kind of didn't. I had super high expectations and was kind of let down. So, rewatchability, I think, falls in Shang-Chi's uh, favor. Good answer, though. See, I'm Ronald. Gonna, I'm going to go and say The Suicide Squad. Oh, only, all right. Only because I, re I just rewatched it over Christmas break, and I really, I still laughed. Great movie. Points, and I enjoyed it all the way through. 
Funny story, me and Diesel may or may not have seen Weasel dead on the Atlantic City Parkway. It looked like a human-sized weasel. That's all I'm going to say. It was strange. We were sitting there like, what the fuck is that? Crazy Curtis okay? Uh, no, he was in the car. I'm just saying, Weasel went out and went ahead. No, no, no. It was dead. It was, it was weird because we look and all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is that? And me and Diesel both are pretty sure it was a weasel, but it was a large weasel. A large one. Anyways, that's going to bring us to best action film. Diesel, you're going to go first. What was your best action film? Once again, it could be a comic book movie because I know they're kind of the same, but it could also be something different. I actually kind of went in the same vein of Shang-Chi, but we said it before. Snake Eyes. I really Great enjoyed action. the action Great in Snake action Eyes. Great action in Snake Eyes. Ron? I, I kind of go with the Snyder Cut. All right. Snyder Cut. Right, it was like, a good action movie. I, I enjoyed that all four and a half hours or six, 17 and a half hours it was. I, I enjoyed every bit on that. Um, we're gonna, this is going to be one of the ones where we don't agree at all. because, And I mean, I think everybody's picks were great, but I'm actually picking Shang-Chi here. Uh, the difference between the, the etching out for Spider-Man is I like the story slightly better. And that's why I got best comic book movie. But the better action scenes were in Shang-Chi. Snake Eyes was on my list, though. Super great action <laughs> scenes. Not a great, great movie. It was decent. It was entertaining. But it was a great action movie. So if they would have showed Snake Eyes in his costume before the end of the movie, yeah. that might have been yeah. a little better. That's going to leave us with the best drama to move out the movie categories, the singular, like the, the category ones. Ron, what did you have for best drama? I had to go with The Last Duel. Like I, I th- after you get, came out of that movie, it was three hours, and you came out of that movie feeling a little bit dirtier than when you went in. <laughs> but it was, it was actually good. Like I really want to rewatch it. By the way, I want to throw it out there because I'm going next. I also picked the last duel. It, uh, reminds me a lot of the way you feel after watching Requiem. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, it's a great movie. It's a great fuck. It's told beautifully. Uh, very hard on the uh, heartstrings. Uh, there is that great action scene at the end, which I would put up against any action scene yep. in any fucking movie period. Possibly the best action scene of 2021 or any year. But that's not what the movie was about. The movie was about this really deep down horrible thing. And you have to see it three fucking times. Yes. And Adam Driver's portrayal of the story did not make him any less. <laughs> yeah. You would think the guy who's accused of rape, his yeah. story would be like, oh, I didn't rape anybody. We just had sex. Yeah. Uh, still kind of, still kind of rapey, still kind of rapey. I just want to throw that out there. Diesel, what was yours? All right, so I didn't know where to put this movie in a category wise, and I was like, you know what, this movie actually made me cry the hardest. And we're going with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, it could either be good. horror, it could be comedy, it could be a lot of things. Falls into drama for me. I loved, and no, I love that movie. This hit I, me I, in all the fields. You know what? I think it's more better of a drama. Yeah. Than Listen, uh, take nothing away. I love that movie. It just, it it was so many different mis. Hodgepodge, if you will. The only place I could put it was in the running for my movie of the year, which we'll get to in a minute. Next up is going to be best TV series slash sitcom of 2021. By the way, you can include Cobra Kai season four if you so so wish, because it did come out in its entirety on December 31st. I'm just throwing that out there. That doesn't mean you have to pick it. That being said, I haven't watched a ton of series this year. Well, actually, Marvel series, mostly. And that's why... For my pick for 2021, I'm going with my favorite Marvel series. And that was, and I know it's not popular with everybody, but Falcon and Winter Soldier. I really dug the series. I thought it had a great fucking story. I thought the arc was great. I loved how they did it. I love how they portrayed the story. I loved the elements between, you know, Sam and Bucky. Everything was there for me personally that I liked. Uh, coming just close was Cobra Kai Season 4, which uh, w- next week, to give everybody time, we will kind of give a spoiler full kind of review of it since we've all seen it but i can tell you i recommend it highly without spoilers it was in the running uh and yeah i'm gonna go with falcon and winter soldier diesel what are you going with oh uh, yeah i don't know, mention and that is also falcon and winter soldier but just edging it out and it might be just because of the uh recency of it but i really enjoyed hawkeye oh it's so good uh, That's hawkeye, on my list. hawkeye was so good i loved how it wrapped up and you know like when we first saw the trailers like oh it's a little kind of christmasy die hardy it it got really good and it didn't like really focus too much on the Christmas aspect of it. It was played a part in it, but it was so good. Like this one was the the breakout star for Marvel for me for TV. I agree. Ron, what was your pick for best TV series slash sitcom? See, I'm going with Squid Games. All right, I like All right. I, I that was these those Asian shows that just pop up out of nowhere, like Alice in Borderland. 
uh, the, the horror one, which was what Resident Evil should have been. I forget. Home, Sweet Home, I think it's called. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a weird name, but it, that one, really good, too. It's what Resident Evil should have been. And Squid Game, like, I watched, like, I'm like, all right. I saw it, like, top, it was, like, yeah. top two or top five. And, you know, I'm like, all right, let me see what this is. Because I watch, you know, this weird stuff and love Alice in Borderland. It's even episode one, you're just hooked because they vote to leave. <laughs> like, like yeah, I believe episode one, they end by leaving. So you're like, wait, this whole thing's set up for this game contest, and they all vote to leave. And then the twist at the end. <laughs> like, like it, was, it was that good. Yeah, I think this year was just kind of rough because, like, like, Rich, I didn't watch that many TV series. It was mostly just the Marvel ones yeah. and the Star Wars ones. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Amando did not make the cut because that was technically last year. Yeah. With that being said, though, and Book of Boba Fett would have made the cut, but it's not in its entirety. So, believe it or not, that can be in the running for 2022 because only one episode was in 2021. Yeah. And you can't judge Listen. a series from one episode, which I thought was very decent. Listen, we have rules here, and we follow those rules. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it has to be in its entirety. No, no, I, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to make a joke. That's why Cobra Kai, because you could binge the whole damn thing, came out on the 31st, 2021. It sucks to be it, though, because they had a lot of stiff competition this year. Next yeah. year, maybe not. Who knows? All right. Next up, we're going to get into the solo awards. First up is going to be Best Supporting Actor or Actress. We're not doing one for each. Just who is your favorite sidekick in a movie, pretty much? Okay. Diesel starts with you. All right. Or you uh, can do both if I, you want. I actually did, went with both. Uh, best Supporting Actor, I went with Oscar Isaac in Dune. Very good. Very good. Daddy in Dune. Oh, yeah, he was great in that. And then... It was sort of like a co co lead, but I went with supporting actress. I went with Anna Taylor Joy in Last Night in Soho. Okay, okay. all right. Um, Ronald, I had uh, uh, Joe Kerr from uh, Free Guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, you know, Stranger Things. The buddy, the oh lady. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he was great. He, like he played that heartstrung. Like yeah. even even the bad twist of knowing that he was in love with her the whole entire time. Like, but he played that video of him telling her. Yeah, I'm like. Really, like that—that's what got me on the heartstrings. And then I had—I'm gonna miss mounts for her for the actress, uh, Danielia Melichor, the one that played Ratcatcher Two in Suicide Squad. Oh, she was, yeah, I was, she was the heart and soul of that. Yeah, like, I, like, that one came across good. my head actually too. I was like, like, like she, pl- she nailed that. Like out of, out of all the random characters that was in that, yeah. like she nailed that. Yeah. All right, so for best uh, for best supporting actor, I got, I'll give two because. My actress technically is supporting, but not supporting because I'll explain in a minute. But I did give it to Oscar Isaac for Dune because I thought he was fucking phenomenal and a I badass death scene, by the way. No, I can see that. And then uh, for actress, I gave it to actually McKenna Grace from Ghostbusters. Uh, you could argue she's the star of the movie, but it's an ensemble film, so yeah. technically there was really no star. Yeah. And if you're going by name value, that would be uh, Finn Wolfhard yeah. or the original cast of the Ghostbusters, who don't spoiler alert don't show up till later. Yeah. She, so, she was great. but she yeah. was fucking amazing in that movie. So. I knew I thought there was you know, some loopholes there, so that's why I went with the best actor. But she is definitely my best actress now because she was amazing in that movie. Young 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 woman has a lot of career ahead of her. So that's going to bring us to Ron. You get to go first here. Best actress of twenty twenty one. I'm going to go with Thompson McKenzie from Last Night in Soho. Like, and I can I, just I, I, before you go, I'm doubling down. See, I, I am with you. Okay, on that. I thought I, I like out of our, I, I stuck with only things I actually saw and not yeah. things of of you know seeing bits and pieces or key parts of movies. Like I'm sticking, and I, I was afraid I was going to be the only one. But after nope. rethinking that movie and how she portrayed, and actually coming off of seeing her in old, which she did fine in old for what it was, it just well, it wasn't M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. So, I mean. No, I understand. But uh, you know what? Yeah. I, I have the same pick. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was phenomenal in that movie. That very, movie. very good. Very kept you on edge. I thought she did a great job. So uh, she's my best actress. Oh, well, so we got three for three, but a shout out for TV, Haley Stenfeld. Okay. Oh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. her so much. Okay. Especially oh, not boy. not for this year, but Bumblebee, I loved oh, her in. And yes. then Hawkeye. Like, this then, this girl is an amazing actress. What, what, uh, Dickens, she's in now, too. Is that, I hear that's yeah. actually really good. I got to pop that on and see how yeah. that goes. Some great, some, some great performances out there this year. Uh, so now it goes to me. I'll go first on this one. I am going with Best Actor. Man, this was a tough fucking race, man. This right here was one of those races where I was like, who do I go with? How do I go with? Why do I go with? And there's so many great movies with so many great actors. <sighs> Fuck. Like, I've been, I've, there's two in my head that I've been bouncing back and forth with, but I'm just going to say it. Fuck it. I am going, believe it or not, Timothy Chalmette for Dune. 
Okay. I enjoyed him insanely good. I thought he did the he he played the performance. At times you hated him. At times you loved him. Uh, he played being a child who's got too much on his shoulders very well. I shouldn't say child, but young yeah. adult. Uh, and I thought he was great. And now this makes me want to see Dune Part Two even more. And it also makes me want to see the uh, prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factor more. So Timothy Chalamet is my actor of the year, best actor. Diesel. Two for two on this one. I also went with Timothy Chalamet. Um, I think this is the next generation's Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, he is going to go down as probably one of the best actors of his generation. Um, and I'm just happy to be able to see some of his earlier works now. Nice. Um, Ronald. I'm, I'm going to go with somebody true and trusted, only because, once again, I enjoyed this movie. Uh, Matt Damon in the Last Duel. Okay, like, good, good movie. He, like he just the way that he portrayed the character, and, and just like just he was kind of a dick through the whole thing, even when he was trying to defend his wife. He, he had a big year too because he yeah. also had Stillwater, and wasn't he in yeah, the uh, Green Knight as well? Uh, I don't think he was in Green Knight. I don't. Uh, he, I think he might have been in a small role because Affleck was, was in it. Yeah. Oh, did he have a small role? In Green I think he, he. think. I think he might have. Green I did Knight not was, see it. Green Knight was okay. It I heard was, it was weird. Well, but he was the star of Stillwater. Yeah. It, it was uh, based off of a poem or a, a short story. Yeah. I forget from who. I never actually read it. it just. It, I just remember hearing bits yeah. and pieces of it, and that's all it is. It's. It's a good movie. Yeah. But it's. It's not what you think it is. Yeah. And, but it, it, it is about a dude that goes to fight the Green Knight and, yeah. and why he has to. And it might have been Matt Damon might have had a part in it. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it's been a while ago. But let's get to the real hard-hitting ones, shall we? And you're going to think we're objectifying at first. But trust me, <laughs> yeah, it's only the first of the two. Woman Crush of the Year 2021. Diesel, who is your woman crush this year? Everyone thought that. By the way, you have to be in the movie or TV show yeah. this year. Everyone thought that Anna Taylor-Joy was a heartthrob of Last Night in Soho. No, 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 no. Uh, Thomas and Mackenzie. I adored her in this movie. There you go. Some woman crush of the year for her. Ron, who's your woman crush of 2021? See, I got I got three. That's fine. <laughs> it's been a good year. Florence Pogue. Oh, yep. And yeah. Black yep. Widow. And uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Haley Stenfield from Hawkeye. And uh, Peyton List from Cobra Guy. Ah, like, I, I, it, it's been, it, it was sorry, <laughs> sorry. It was a good year for me. That's, that's just Listen, saying. I was I had a rough one. Honorable uh, Florence yeah. Pugh was one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, Anna Taylor Joy almost etched it out, but I had to go try and true because one of my women crushes of all time, and she wasn't a project this year. Of course, is Elizabeth Olsen. So. There you go. Elizabeth Olsen is my woman crush of 2021 because she's woman crush Hall of Famer for me. Yeah. Next up is, because if you thought we were objectifying, we weren't, because next up is man crush of 2021. Rod, you get to start, but I think we all know who you're picking. Nice big letters, <laughs> all written two spaces wide. Ryan Reynolds, baby. There uh, it is. Yeah. Betty White, good thing you're gone because he's mine now. I just want to point out on his notebook, it, keep, it just says... Uh, Ronald, uh, Ron Reynolds oh, in hearts. Yeah, oh, yes, all the way around. <laughs> oh, yes. I would take his name in a heartbeat. I had to think long and hard about this. And, no pun intended. <laughs> and, you know, I would have loved to go with Man Crush Hall of Famer Jared Leto. But the movie he was in this year <laughs> did not stretch out to him. Now, even though it's looking like Morbius might be a stinker, he still looks sexy as fuck in that movie. So next year, ladies and gentlemen, it could be Jared Leto again. But... Pre-cure or post-cure? Post-cure. But pre-cure means he can't run. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, with that being said, uh, you know what, though? I have I, my, my man crush of the year is a caveat because he's also a man crush Hall of Famer. But I could count him for two movies this year, technically. Probably should count him for the first movie more because it's the way I like to see him. And that, of course, is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Jason Momoa. Uh, now, the caveat is that the second part of Dune where he's uh, got no beard, I'm, I'm not as attracted to clean-shaven Jason Momoa. I like my, although that badass fight scene with yeah. no beard, that kind of did something for me. However, I prefer my Jason Momoa grizzled. <laughs> and so more, more or less when he was reprising his Aquaman in the Snyder Cut and the first parts of Dune, he was real sexy looking. I'm just going to throw that out there. Jason Momoa, Man Crush of 2021. All right. We are going back in time for this one. Well, we got three. So. Oh, I, I so, had three for females. Well, I just want to point out. <laughs> he has three I, for I, men. Got, I got a dollar that Tom Hardy is one of them. 
Surprisingly, no. He did oh, not make whoa. the list. Pay up. No. <laughs> I, I would pay no, up. That's I weird didn't. to me. I thought he would at least be I, in a... I, in a, in a, in a uh, I almost said I couldn't, can't take that bet, but... I, 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 for for the movie that it was, I, no, we could not do it. <laughs> I do love me some Tom Hardy, though. But coming in at number three, Camille uh, Nanjani in oh. The Eternals. He got jacked, and I appreciate him for that. I, I love Camille. Number two. I love Camille. <laughs> like, he's so good, though. Oh. Number two, we're going with Oscar Isaac, Big Daddy in Dune himself. I can, I can see it. Oh, he, yeah, he, he, he kind of touched something there. And then <laughs> um, number one, and we got to go back in time, though, but it did come out this year. Rocky versus Drago. Sylvester Stallone in the 80s, all grizzled, all jacked up. It came out reared. Beard or no beard? With the beard. Right. Mountain Man. <laughs> Mountain Man uh, Sly kind of did it. I for, When we watched that movie this year with the uh, director's edition, oh, my God, I forgot. Like I was a little kid when I first saw it. I didn't realize that. Oh, he got all of them women going. <laughs> Right on, right on. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, that leaves two titles left. But before we can do the best, of course, we have to do the worst, worst movie of 2021. And since I go first, I'm going to tell you, there was a few movies in the running. But honestly, I don't think that there was any movie worse than Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. I'm sorry. I, I could not find any redeeming factors about it. I did not find uh, Tom Hardy to be sexy in that movie as well. Uh, and what saves Eternals is uh, is some sexiness, as you pointed out. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't mean it was a great movie, but I'm, I'm definitely going with Venom 2. Let There Be Carnage is my worst movie of 2021. Diesel. See, I left Let There Be uh, Carnage frustrated and like kind of bewildered. But I left the Eternals angry and not in a good emotional way. <laughs> It was the biggest pile of steaming horseshit I ever laid my eyes on to, and I will never forgive them for making me sit through that shit. Listen, when he came out of that movie and Pad tried to freaking defend that movie, I have never seen Diesel like like Roger Rabbit dagger eyes at somebody so quick and hard. Yeah. It was hilarious. He, he did cut a promo. Yeah. And I just kept poking the fire. I, I may have gotten ma- gave myself whiplash when he said that too, and I just, what did you say? <laughs> yeah, wow. But yeah, that movie uh, angered me beyond uh, belief, and not in a oh, it t- it gave you emotion. No, no, no. This was just a bad movie. Yeah. All right, right the on. only characters that were worthwhile, they did not go into. Yeah, like no, I agree. They they painted it with broad strokes, and like the interesting, diverse characters that we want to see, they gave us nothing. No, I, I understand that. I can agree with you there. Okay. And, Ron, what is your worst movie of 2021? I, I got to go with old. Oh, pretty bad. Like, <laughs> that like, was pretty bad. What like, a twist. <laughs> like, even the twist, like, I understand the point of the twist, but I'm just like, this was just bad. <laughs> See, I, I've gotten burned by Shyamalan too too hard, so it probably might even be worse than Eternals or Let There Be no. Carnage. But I I've been hurt too many times by Shyamalan, so I have not. Oh no, it. I, it's just I just wanted like it's because I had the unlimited plan. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, like that's the only reason why I was going, and everybody was talking about. It. I'm like, all right, let me go, you know, see it because there was nothing else out, and like, yeah, yeah, no, the ending was stupid. The twist after the ending was like, okay, I can do whatever. Instead of the trees doing it, it was the sand that did it? Uh, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a... I'll tell you off here. Yeah, yeah don't spoil it. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it just in case somebody wants to see it, because I know it's either you love his movies or you hate his movies. It was interesting up until yeah. the yeah. ending and the, the twist. All right. Well, at least one category left. It's the big one. Your best movie of 2021. Diesel, you're up first. What was your best movie of 2021? It was a decent year for movies. I'm not ready for the Oscars. Obviously, because most of like the contenders for that I have not seen, and a lot of them I don't have an urge to see. And I know it's not going to get love, but I, we're giving it love here tonight. Last night in Soho. Okay, Ron, what was your best movie of twenty twenty one? See, I'm gonna have to go with Spider Man No Way Home. Right. After watching it twice, like I, 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 it's still that good of a movie. And everybody that I talk to, I'm like, go see it. Like I don't give away anything. I don't say anything. I'm like, just go see it, watch it. And people, everybody's called me back or texted me like, dude, you're right. Like. So I have to go with Spider-Man. Well, I went through my list of movies this year. And, uh, you know, a lot of them made other lists. Uh, the top the top contenders were simple. 
Uh, you know, you had, I thought Candyman was phenomenal. I really enjoyed it that. It was good. Uh, and this is no particular order, by the way. Shang-Chi. Yeah, good. Uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Afterlife. Fucking phenomenal. Also, you know, seeing it at New York Comic Con, should be surprised, was amazing. Uh, of course, Spider-Man No Way Home is on the list. I, I saw it twice. I still like the movie. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if I believe it's the greatest Marvel movie of all time, but it's a damn good film. Um, and that left me, I was going through and I'm like, man, all these movies, but what movie did I like the most? What movie wet my whistle in a way that I didn't think it was going to? Like I expected Spider-Man to blow my socks off, which it did. I expected to love Ghostbusters. I expected to, to at least like Shang-Chi, not love it. And I ended up loving it. So there's a difference, but I expected at least like it. And Candyman, I was on the fence about big time, so you could have given this argument. But there was one movie this year that when I went to see the movie, we went only because there was trailers, and we saw, man, this looks fucking weird. And it comes from a great mind, a great, great director. You know what? Let's take the gamble. Let's go see it. And I came out of it saying that Last Night in Soho was my movie of 2021. I mean, I once again, I had, I had the same amount of expectations I had for a Candyman or a Shang-Chi or, or whatever else. But I was like, when I left that movie theater, I was like, this movie was awesome. It was different. Uh, you definitely didn't see the twist coming. It was just like one of those well-put-together movies and kudos. And I know that there, that's, I know it's controversial some. Some people really hated that fucking movie. I don't know why, uh, but some people did, and that's fine. That's why everybody has their own opinions. But I know a lot of people who really loved that movie and surprised a lot of people. But congratulations. That's uh, you know Edgar Wright, another masterpiece, in my opinion, from him. Movie of the year for me, 2021. Well, that's it. That's this year's Nerdy Awards. Once again, man, we want to hear from you guys if you'd want to. You know, these are opinions. Once again, we keep chiming on it. There's no reason to be hatred or whatever. I know some people like this and that. That's fine. Give us your opinion. Let us know what you think. Unless it's John and Wick. What's yours? But, huh? Unless it's John Wick. <laughs> there was no new John Wick this year. There was supposed to be. But there wasn't. That's next year. I do next year. Is that next year still? Yeah, I think so. Or this year, I should say. 2022. Yeah. We're in yeah, now. We're in 2022. <laughs> well, we were just talking about 2021 movies, okay? Yeah. With that being said, though, that's going to do it for this. But we got to pay them bills and also stick around after. Because we need to find out what, what Ron's movie that he will be shitting on for 52 weeks is. Because it's 2022, so it's a new movie. Oh, what a twist. It could be a movie that he gives five stars out of, though, that he shouldn't. That may be next year. Ah, yes. I'm, I'm gonna, Switch it up, yeah. Because I'm going to be honest, this one it was kind of hard. To... Okay. Okay, there you go. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for shameless plugs. That means if you can hear my voice, you know how to find us. But do your friends know how to find us? Do their friends know how to find us? It's simple. You type in three fat nerds to any podcast provider. Booyaka Shah. There we are. Remember, for everything we talk about, it is the number three, not the word three. Of course, while you're uh, at that podcatcher, might as well smash that subscribe or follow button so our show gets delivered to you automatically each and every week. We're also on Facebook. Type in that search bar, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. You're going to find our page. You're going to like our page. You're going to comment, rate, review. Help us spread the word of nerd. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Three Fat Nerds Pod. Remember, for all the social medias, use the hashtag 3FNPod whenever talking about the show. Hey, email us your picks for the nerdies this year. 3FatNerdsPod at gmail.com. Of course, uh, here's a double up. Twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. Make sure you join us. If you're a wrestling fan, make sure you join us every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As myself and Ken M from the ODPH talk all things pro wrestling. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. Of course, if you do uh, miss it on stream, you can watch the replay on stream. It stays up for 14 days. Or you can go ahead and look for wherever you get great podcasts by searching 607TWS. Also, if you would like to support the show monetarily for as little as $1 a month, Patreon.com slash 8122productions. You get a ton of extra bonus content and you help provide and you fund what we do here, whether it's podcasting and streaming and everything else we have planned in the future. And we really do appreciate it. And because we're fat guys, we overcompensate. With that being said, Patreon.com slash 8122productions. 8122productions as in HTTP colon backslash backslash www dot 8122 P R O D U C T I O N S dot com. 
You know, we erased, I erased it from the board, so I was surprised oh. that he didn't get it. <laughs> I, I, I threw in the WWE, which threw me off, actually. I was like, oh, fuck, I threw my, fuck myself on that. 8122productions.com for all things 8122productions, three fat nerds podcasts, all the information, where you can find us on different podcatchers. Of course, Horror Zone 607, 607TWS, same thing there. Of course, friends of the show, like the Ultra Dura Parley Hour, and our good friends over at Sci-Fi Horror Fest. And then, of course, the musical acts that provide us with their music so we can stay copyright free. Thank you goes out to uh, our good friends that shot at the robot Second Suitor, which, uh, by the way, uh, Tyler from Second Suitor will be joining us on 607 TWS next week nice. to go over and review Wrestle Kingdom. That's right. It's going to be awesome. Of course, also Floodlands, the Jasons from West Virginians. Uh, from West Virginians, from West, <laughs> from West Virginia, uh, the Phosphines from Marlboro, Australia, and of course Tom Jolu, and of course you can also find out about our local sponsors there. But since they uh, help us bring this show to you ad free each and every week, we're going to give them a special shout out right now. First of the, firstly, it goes to the people who provide us with the eight one two two Production Studios, and that is Dragon Master Games, located at twelve thirty five Upper Front Street in Binghamton, New York. For all your Magic the Gathering and gaming needs, visit them on the World Wide Web, DragonMasterGames.com. And if you're in the 607 or passing through the 607 and you want to find out about events and stuff going on at the store, make sure you like their Facebook page, Dragon Master Games. And thank you to Rex Rod's Auto Detail, uh, Detailing, located at 2004 North Street in Endicott, New York. To call for employment, call 607-644-3389. When you're ready to put the pride back in your ride, don't forget to tell the three fat nerds sent you. Ronald? One out of ten stars. I hate this. And many times I have known many and overrated films, but never one as overrated as this pile of puke. Audiences around the world cheer as a curly-haired character and various other people group together to go to some place to destroy something. I mean, for God's sake, what a bloody point of it all. What's the bloody point of it all? I really found this film pretty boring and decisively pointless. And to make things worse, they all have the stupidest names. I cringe every time I hear the catchphrase people yell out as we pass. Making themselves invisible by a, putting on a stupid piece of metal? I'm going to stop commenting on this film since there are much more interesting things to think about, like how far I could throw that piece off the fingernail that just came off. The only good thing I could say about this film is that it's better than Moulin Rouge. At least it didn't have Nicole Kidman in it. I skipped a couple things because I didn't want to give it away right away. I have no idea. I'm fucking stumped here. Okay, well, it, uh, the world cheered as the curly-haired Frodo and various other people in the group. <laughs> <laughs> and, as, and they have stupid names like Gandalf or Grimly and, and whatever the weird short guy with the stupid axe is called. I cringe at sights with people lumbering about yelling, You shall not pass. Lord of the Rings just sucks, people. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I will we double there. down on that. Fuck Led Zeppelin and singing about orcs and Mordor and shit. <laughs> wow. You guys are <laughs> going you guys are trying to get all that hate. Well, I'm gonna put it out here. There might be two, three star reviews as well, only because some of these one star reviews are longer than the goddamn movies. So I might be pulling bits and pieces out of some of these reviews. That's fine. You can, you can short them yeah, down. But, but I, I pulled up like the first five. I kid you not, we're probably the length of the goddamn movie. <laughs> Damn. But they hate. They really hate. I I, I can fully get behind this one. (laughs) Like, I I wanted to skip some of the piece not to give away right away. But (laughs) Well, as you know, I've said it before, and I'll say it again to quote the nerd genius, Kevin Smith, there is only one return, and it ain't of the king. That's right, baby. And I don't even like Return of the Jedi. So that's tell you something. (laughs) Well, that being said, Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we brought that entertainment, even though I'm uh, half under it and sound different. Hopefully by next week I'll be uh, nice and back in tip-top shape. With that being said, though, thank you guys. Happy New Year 2022. Hope everybody had a safe, awesome New Year. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Till then, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And all I have left to say is later, nerds. Later. I'll be in my bunk because I've just been thinking about that top three men all night. Lord of the Rings just sucks, people. You're falling apart and you know it. You try and try to hide it, but you show it. I need you to know. Try
never did You never took the time To ask how I felt Assuming that I'd be okay Just like everybody else